Hi, I'm Jessie, your host of the Jessie Williams Podcast. I'm a personal trainer and women's online health coach, bringing you all things health, wellness, money, mindset, and just life in general. If you want to learn, laugh, and up-level your life, this is a podcast for you. Each episode, we'll talk habits, tips, tricks, and big ideas to nourish your mind and inspire you to create your dream life by design. Let's dive in. Hello guys and welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to be chatting to you today because today's solo episode is actually a very highly requested topic and that topic is going to be all things boundaries. So I want to get straight into today's episode because I want to keep it kind of quick um, but useful at the same time. So I guess the first thing to understand is what even are boundaries? And I have taken a definition straight from the internet because I think that this sums it up better than any words that I could possibly sum it up in. It says personal boundaries are guidelines, rules or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe and permissible ways for other people to behave towards them and how they will respond when someone passes those limits. I think that is absolutely perfect. It's all about knowing your own limits and then setting rules and guidelines around those limits so that you can feel safe, um, good within your values, within your energy, all of that kind of stuff. And the bottom line of why we set the boundaries in the first place is to maintain good mental and physical health. So often when our boundaries frequently get crossed, we can either get sick and run down because we're doing too much or uh, our mental health might suffer. So we might find ourselves getting quite anxious or overwhelmed. We might start building resentment towards people and things like that. So boundaries are actually super, super important so that we can maintain good health, both, both mentally and physically. The first thing I wanted to kind of dive into when it comes to boundaries is understanding that boundaries are often coming from a place of codependence or people pleasing. So um, often people who lack uh, boundaries often lack a high sense of self-worth, self-esteem, self-confidence and things like that. They usually have people pleasing tendencies or codependency tendencies. Why this is really important to understand is that a lot of people think that when they, um, you know, people please and don't have boundaries, it's almost like it's coming from a, you know, I just care about everyone too much and I can never put myself first and things like that. Unfortunately, this is where it's a little bit hard to hear, but it's actually not about the other person. It's not about you being so caring that you're looking out for everyone and you care so much more about other people that you lose sense of yourself. The hard hitting truth is that it's actually a coping mechanism to protect yourself. What I mean by that is that when you people please or you are codependent, you have no boundaries, you do what anyone says, you don't say no, uh, you know, your limitations are crossed all of the time, whether that be your time, your energy, um, mentally, physically, whatever. The reason you often do that is because you have an underlying fear or limiting belief about not being lovable. Um, You might have abandonment issues. You might have worthiness issues. And as I said, coming back to like self-esteem and things like that. So you don't feel like you can set a boundary or say no, because on a 
deep, deep level, usually subconsciously, you fear that by saying no, it will lead to rejection or abandonment or being unlovable or mirror back your lack of worth. And so because you you so you so fear being rejected or abandoned or unworthy, you do whatever anyone wants to try and maintain their love, their acceptance and their approval. So when you realize that you're like, wow, me people pleasing is actually not about the other person and me just like always, oh, like, you know, I just care so much. It's no, it's about protecting yourself. And so in actual fact, not setting boundaries is actually pretty selfish, right? When you look at it that way, because we come from a place of like, oh, you know, I can't do that. I'm not allowed. I don't know how to say no. And then when you can say, hang on. This is why I can't say no in the first place is because I actually fear abandonment or I fear rejection or being disliked. Well, it's not fair that I don't, you know, communicate and voice my needs because I fear that the other person will leave me um, because that's just not being transparent. It's not being open. It's not being authentic. Right. So anytime you say yes to something that you don't want to be saying yes to, you're falling out of integrity and you're falling out of authenticity. And you guys will, well, if you're new here, welcome. But if you're a regular podcast listener or you follow me on Instagram and you know me well, you know that I am so big on energy. Energy is absolutely everything. The energy that you put out is what you receive. And so if you are, even if you're not voicing it, if in your head, you know that you're crossing a boundary, but you keep saying yes, and you'll keep stepping out of your own authenticity and your own integrity, then you're going to keep getting situations which mirror back other people not being authentic with you and other people not um, maintaining their integrity with you as well. So you're actually going to only attract more people, more circumstances, more friendships and more situations, which mirror back that very thing that you're hoping to avoid. It's also you putting out to the universe what you are okay with. You know, if you keep saying yes to something and that could be like when I say yes, it doesn't even have to be saying yes in terms of someone's like, hey, can you do this for me? And you're like, yes, saying yes can literally be staying in a relationship, a job or career or situation that isn't serving you, but you don't leave because you fear it. That's saying yes, every every day that you spend in that relationship, every morning that you get up and go to that job, you are saying yes. And so if you keep saying yes or staying within things that aren't serving you and are crossing your boundaries frequently, you are putting out to the universe that you're okay with that and that that's, that's, you don't have an issue with it. And so the universe is only going to keep sending you more of the same. And so if you want a different you know, kind of situation, if you want a different reality, if you want a different life for yourself, if you want different friendships that, or or people in your life who are authentic and do have, you know, hold integrity and value you, your time, your energy, your mental and physical health, it all starts with you first. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what like kind of just really general examples of boundaries are. Boundaries can be saying yes to things. So that could be, um, you know, when you have a boundary or a limit with your health, it's like I have to start saying yes to drinking more water. I have to start saying yes to eating more vegetables. Um, I have to start saying yes to going to the gym. It can also be saying no. Um, and that could be leaving a job or that could be saying no to someone who, even you feel they're in your physical space or 
um, you know, even setting like a sexual boundary of like, no, that's, that's, I don't feel comfortable with that. It could be saying no to being asked to an event where you're just really not feeling it and your schedule's already full. It could be saying no to your boss who's asked you to do extra work um, and overtime and your plate's already really full. Uh, A boundary could also be asking for help. So knowing your limits and when you uh, hit that limit, a boundary for you is when I hit my limit, I ask for help. Um, It can also be communicating needs um, and a boundary could be that you need someone else to communicate their needs because it makes you really uncomfortable when you're not sure or they assume that you know. So that could be something like saying to your partner, hey, when you're feeling upset with me, it makes me really uncomfortable when you just sigh and grunt and things like that and you don't just talk to me and tell me because it makes me feel really anxious trying to guess what I've done wrong. Um, And sometimes it's not even me. Sometimes you're upset at work and, you know, you're sighing and you're grunting and things like that. And I get really anxious that I've done something wrong. I just, when you're in those moods, I just really, really would appreciate that you just say, hey, this is what's on my mind right now, especially if I ask you, you know, communication. So for me personally, communication is a huge boundary and something that I value really, really highly. It can also be delegating tasks, which is similar to the asking for help. Um, So similarly with work, you know, or if you run your own business or something like that, knowing that when you hit a certain boundary and you're starting, you know, before, I guess not when you're starting to get overwhelmed, but before you even get overwhelmed, knowing, okay, this is where I start delegating tasks uh, to other people because I can't take on any more than this. Boundaries can also be protecting your own time and your energy. It can be not over committing. So not saying yes to like so many events because you're too scared to say no to any of them. Um, And it's also understanding and knowing expectations. So it could be something like when you say to your partner, what time do you think that you'll be home tonight? And it makes you feel good when you know what time they're going to be home and what time you have to have dinner ready or something like that. And you could say that um, it makes it's really important to me that you know I know it might be 30 minutes either side but um, I just want to know a rough time to know what I'm working with okay cool so now that we've got some of like the examples what boundaries sort of are and why they're important some of the questions that you can ask yourself what are my limits so what I mean by that is really understanding what is giving you energy and what is taking your energy. So if you think about all of the different kind of like life categories, family, friendships, your relationship, your health, personal, whatever it may be, what areas of your life, what categories, and then even within those categories, what people, for example, or situations give you energy or take your energy? Because this is a clear indicator into areas of your life where you don't have boundaries. So you could have, you know, say six close friends and five of them, you always catch up with them and you walk away feeling energetic, inspired. Uh, you just had a really, really good time. And then there's one friend where every single time, and keep in mind, there are going to be some times that your friend might drain your energy, but Overall, we want a positive experience. If you've got a friend that is draining your energy every single time, that is a sign that there is no boundary because wherever our energy gets taken frequently, there can't be a boundary there because when we have a boundary, we're actually protecting our energy. So this is a very, very clear sign because a lot of people come to me and I have clients and they're like, Jesse, I know I need to set boundaries, but I have no idea where I need to set them or how to set them. And it's like, okay, 
where in your life are you being drained and where in life are you being like fulfilled and energized? And it might be three friends are energizing you. One friend is draining your energy. It might be that um, this person at work is draining your energy. This person is giving you energy. It might be that these tasks within my job fulfill me and these tasks within my job drain me. It might be when my family do this, I love it. And when my family ask me to do this, I really don't like it. So it's just about really understanding within all of these life categories, I'll say them again, like family, friendships, relationships, health, and personal. And then within each of those, what kind of people and situations take energy or give you energy. And when you have a really, really strong understanding of that, then you know, okay, um, my, my limits are at work. I can only work this many hours with my health. I can only train this many days a week with my friendships. I can only catch up with this many people at this many um, times, or I can only see this person every now and again, or whatever it may be, but understanding what are your limits? Where can you go to? Like what line can you walk to before you're about to cross the line into having your energy zapped and taken away from you? Then it's about understanding what boundaries you can implement. So what are my limits and what boundaries do I need? So even I'm going to, I'm going to give you like a really little example. I went through, um, with a client who was a nurse, um, and she loved her job, but she was just getting so exhausted all the time to the point that after a couple of years, she was starting to just almost like build this subtle resentment. And so I said to her, I want you to be honest. Do you feel like you set good boundaries at work? And she said, no. And I said, okay, so I want you to go away and I want you to come back with some things that just tiny little things. It doesn't have to be anything huge. It doesn't have to be like, oh my God, I need to take three days off next week. Just little things where you feel you can gain some energy back, uh, either emotional or physical energy. And she came back to me and she said, Jesse, this is so silly. And I feel like even like weird saying it, but going to the toilet. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, whenever I'm nursing and I'm on shift, like I'm always looking after like patients and I'm running around and I'm doing everything and I'll hold on. Even when I need to go to the toilet, I will hold on for so long past needing to go to the point I feel uncomfortable. I can't drink any more water. I feel sick. Like I hold it for so long. And then finally I go to the toilet, but it's just so uncomfortable for me. And she said, a boundary for me would just be like, honoring myself and saying, I need to go to the freaking toilet. So I'm just going to go to the toilet. Like it's two seconds out of my shift, but I'm always just so like, Oh, what patient needs me that I just don't even take that time to go to the toilet. So something as simple as go to the toilet because one, that's going to make me so much more comfortable on my shift rather than trying to hold. And two, it means that I can drink more water, uh, which is really good uh, for my health. So boundaries don't have to be these big, huge things of like, oh, I can't see you for the next month or I'm going to quit my job or I need a week off next week or anything like that. It can be something as simple as, you know what, when my shift is up, I a boundary for me is I'll never stay back more than 15 minutes. I'll stay back 15 minutes if I'm working on a task and after that, too bad, tomorrow is a new day. So it can be little things like that, going to the toilet when you, when you need to pee tiny little things. Um, I'm going to give you guys some more examples. I think the most common one I get asked is about boundary setting with people. So I, I will come to that. So once you know what are my limits and what boundaries do I need, the second thing is really understanding why those boundaries are important to you. Because if you, you, if you sit down and you work out what your limits are and what boundaries you want to implement, 
but you don't take time to actually write out why, you're very unlikely to stick to them because you haven't made a emotional connection to why. So when you're put in an uncomfortable situation, which could potentially cross a boundary, if you don't have a strong why, that boundary is going to be crossed. You're not going to have the strength or the resilience in you to use your voice, to express your needs, to say yes, to say no, to ask for help or whatever it may be. So understanding why your boundaries are important to you, and I actually encourage you to write this down, will be really beneficial later in actually helping you stick to these boundaries. Which follows me on to my next point, which is how will I ensure I maintain these boundaries? So that could be you uh, potentially thinking about certain problems ahead of time before it even arises and saying, I will do this. And then if someone comes back to me and says this, this is what I'll do. But it's just understanding like how you're going to make sure that you stick to those boundaries and actually like keep them. Cool. So I wanted to give a few examples because that's one of the common ones is like people are just like, okay. Now, how do I voice this? And it's really hard to explain how you can voice boundaries because you can have boundaries for everything and anything in your life and everyone's will look different. And the reasons people look different is because we all have different views, values, needs, emotional, spiritual, um, you know, energetic Uh, boundaries and things like that. So no one's can be the same. So someone will really value security whilst another person will value freedom. Someone will really uh, value truth and honesty while someone else will really value, you know, uh, intimacy or authenticity. And then someone else values money and then someone else, you know, so it's just really, really hard. But I thought I would go over a couple of examples. So even say in a relationship, um, if you highly value a sense of security, so say your partner might value freedom, and like financial abundance and spending. Like that's like me, like I'm a little bit of like a spender. I spend in abundance and I get value out of that. However, if your partner was like me, for example, but you were someone who really, really valued security and actually spending in abundance made you anxious, um, and you were in a committed relationship where you had a joint bank account or something, for example, a boundary for you might be saying something like, hey babe, when you spend over this amount, X amount, let's just say $2,000. Hey babe, when you spend over $2,000 on anything without chatting to me, it makes me really uncomfortable because financial security is so important to me. And I just wanted to know, would it be okay if you actually ran any big financial purchases by me first in the future? So it's kind of like you've said what the boundary is. The boundary was spending over X amount. You've explained how it makes you feel, which is really uncomfortable and why, because financial security is important to you. And then you've asked them, can you please run, run this by me in future? So you've expressed your needs. So just to reiterate, you went through what, uh, you went through why you went through, um, how, and then you ask them what you want them to do by expressing. Another one could be, um, and this is the most common one people always ask, how do I say no to things that I don't want to go to? Um, you don't need to explain it all. You don't need to make up this big scenario because that makes people, it, it feels inauthentic. Even if you're telling the truth, like, oh, I have a doctor's appointment or, oh my God, I can't, I've got my sister's cousin's wedding that way, weekend. No one likes hearing this other fancy event. Like they don't want to know the event that you've got on that you're already going to that maybe they're now triggered thinking it's better than theirs. Like, leave it. Don't explain it. Just say, thank you for inviting me, but I won't be able to make it. 
thank you for inviting me, but I won't be able to make it. If that person then asks why, and I remember when I had no boundaries and would have to say no to friends sometimes, I was so fearful that they were literally going to be like, why, why can't you make it? One, if someone's in your business, like just say to them, get out of my business. But secondly, I mean, depending who it is, you can just say something as simple as I'm just not available. You don't really have to explain it to them or if it, depending on the person, because it really, really depends on the person, depending on the person, you might explain why you can't come. I'm just really not feeling it. Um, my period's due. Um, I've got another event on. I'm going to my friend's wedding, like whatever it is, you can leave it at that. But a lot of people actually won't, won't ask you. It's like you think they will, but they usually won't. Another way of saying that, so uh, so we've got the thank you for inviting me, I won't be able to make it. And then another way is something just as simple as, that sounds really nice, but I'm not available, maybe next time. Or you could say, that sounds nice, I'm not available, can we uh, reschedule? Only use this, and this is really important, only use the line, can we reschedule, if you're going to reschedule and go. So if it's something where it is a boundary, say uh, it might be that you're on your period and you're just really not feeling it, or you might just be feeling a bit down, or you just simply don't feel like socializing. So you're saying no, but the idea of it sounds really nice next week, then you can ask to reschedule next week. But if it's something where you really don't want to do it ever, don't say, can we reschedule? Because that's just trying to get the easy way out. Um, and it's really inauthentic. Another one with family. Sorry, if a Willow and Franklin are in here. So I'm really sorry. <laughs> Willow's like, she's like shaking. So you can hear her collar. Um, another really common one is I get this with people with family. Like they say this around family a lot, but I also hear it with some friends and even work colleagues as well. But definitely family is the most common one where family are talking about topics that make you really uncomfortable. That could be someone asking you, oh, you know, when are you getting married? When are you having babies and things like that? And you maybe don't want children ever. Um, and you don't want to be you don't want to be asked about it. You don't want to talk about it. You know, it could be literally anything. It could be stuff about work. It could be personal things. There are so many situations where people find themselves talking. Um, people are asking them questions and they're really uncomfortable. Not having a boundary is answering the questions anyway. Having a boundary would be saying something like talking about this actually makes me really uncomfortable. Would you mind if we change the subject? Simple. Done. It's over. Another one might be, uh, this can be with friends, relationships, parents, um, when someone's really disagreeing with something that you're doing and they're almost like trying to put you down or they're talking shit about whatever it is that you're doing. This is really common with people who want to start their own businesses or, you know, enrolling courses and things like that. And just the living a big, bold life, investing in themselves. Uh, people don't like seeing people take risks. And so they will usually try to talk people out of it. So saying something like, I, I understand that you disagree with my path right now and I, I don't need you to understand, but it is really important to me. So I'd just appreciate if you didn't say anything that might put me down. You've basically expressed that you understand where they're coming from, but you're, it's making you uncomfortable. So this is your need. And then you've expressed your needs by saying, I'd appreciate if you didn't say anything that put me down. Then you can have ones with like your health, you know, 
A boundary might be not doing any HIIT workouts the week of your period because you know that that's not good, not going to feel good for your body and you're probably going to feel really lethargic and then that's going to impact your mood and your work and your relationship and everything else. So just by simply slowing down on your period um, and doing yoga instead of HIIT might be enough to mean that you have that little bit more energy to show up with your friends and your work and things like that. Career, again, similar like um, saying no to excess overtime, you know, hey, can, can you pick up an extra shift this Saturday? And it might be, it might be paid work, but you literally just might not have the mental or physical capacity. And rather than being like, oh, oh, no one else can do it. So like, I have to, no, you don't have to do anything. And that's what boundary setting is. Stop people pleasing, put your own needs first, emotionally, spiritually, um, financially, whatever, put your needs first. And that's what a boundary is. It's knowing your limit and then staying within those guidelines for those limitations. So I hope this guy, this kind of gave you guys a little bit more understanding in terms of like why boundaries are actually important and how they're less about you wanting to look after everyone else and actually more about you trying to protect your own self. But the funny thing is, is that we don't set boundaries because we're so scared of rejection or abandonment or being unloved or being unworthy and things like that that we do all of these things to only feel shit anyway. So it's actually a lose-lose. Whereas boundary setting is beautiful because by you expressing your voice to the other person, they are going to have so much respect for you in that. And the relationship, even if it's not conscious, subconsciously, they are going to feel how authentic you are and how honest you are in that moment. And they're only going to build more respect for you. And you don't get your physical or mental boundaries crossed. You have more energy, you have uh, better mental health and things like that. So setting boundaries actually is a win-win. In terms of, obviously, I gave you some, some examples of what you can say to set a boundary and a little bit of the stuff in terms of asking those questions. What are my limits? What boundaries do I need? Why are my boundaries important to me and how will I ensure I maintain these boundaries? Um, other things that you can work on is absolutely self-worth. You need to be doing a lot of inner healing on your self-esteem, your self-confidence and your overall sense of self-worth so that you feel that you are worthy to say no and you feel that you are worthy of expressing your own needs and having your own needs met. Um, This is really important with family, with new relationships, knowing what your needs and limitations are in all senses, emotionally, financially, sexually, physically, like absolutely everything. So really, really learning to fall back into knowing that you are worthy of having your needs met and then feeling confident enough to actually express those needs and stay within them. And remember that when you do that, you are being more authentic and you are holding on to integrity. And that is what you are going to be putting out to the universe, that you are authentic, that you, um, you know, maintain integrity and that boundaries are important to you and that expressing your needs and having your needs met is important. And so the universe is just going to mirror back more of your needs being met, which is so, so beautiful. So as I said, setting boundaries is only ever a win-win. And I feel like this podcast episode, the timing was really, really important because we are in the end of November now. And we're coming up to December, which we all know is the month of the year where there are lots of parties, work breakups, family catch-ups, friendship catch-ups. People are spending a lot more money on gifts and things like that. And knowing that if you don't have the money, a boundary is saying, I'm just going to make you a gift this year. You know, 
that's a financial boundary. They are all senses of boundaries. So really make sure that as you come into this Christmas period, you really, really are staying within your own limitations of what makes you feel good. And remember the kind of compass towards boundaries is what is giving me energy and what is taking my energy, what makes me feel joyful and what makes me feel anxious. They are like, that is like your compass towards knowing, whoops, there's no boundary here versus second. Oh, yeah, I'm really staying within my integrity right now. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any more questions about boundaries, please feel free to either email me or send me a DM. I'm always happy to chat. But other than that, I hope you have a great day or night, whatever time it is in the world, wherever you are listening. Bye.